0: Welcome back, Ashy Knuckle
1: Faithful. I'm your host, B Woods. We got my man Mo Mosey in the crib. Yo, 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 Marky G. What's good, bro? What up? What up? We got some, um, got some excellent news and notes for this one. This is a a much more interesting week in the world of fight sports. Got the uh, recap of. Um, Last week's fight night, and then got some other interesting topics in the world of MMA and not so much the world of MMA but just the fight sport world in general. Got some public stuff. Um, Mark, tell me about your thoughts on um, Gan versus Alexander Volkov. That whole card, what'd you think of the whole card? The
2: whole card was. Interesting, actually. I only watched the main card. I was, unfortunately, at work, so I had to watch on and off while I was working. But there were some interesting bouts on it. It it had, like, the Andre Feely fight. It's definitely another one we need to talk about that one because he was looking good in that fight. And then we got the Tim Means fight showing what veterans do. It, it was an interesting card and some controversy at the top of the card also. He knocked out
3: that dude, right? Tim Means?
2: Yes. Tim Means showed what it means to beat... Oh, no, it was a decision. I'm sorry. He was, he was uh beating him up, though, right? Oh, yeah. He, he was taking it to him. Dolby was oh. never really in that fight. He, he kept trying. He was swinging wild.
0: He learned what a veteran can do when you're just brawling in there. Okay. But I got I shut you out got, you got shut out I watched what? zero what? fights bro oh completely shut out Um, yeah I was got caught up in uh, the poker world but, yep didn't watch not, not one fight <laughs> you I didn't mean, miss too much, much. They were
1: yeah, I think uh, I I can go back and just watch like the Cyril Ghan and Volkov fight when I get a chance. I just haven't gotten a chance. I'll get one this weekend because unfortunately for uh, us hardcore fans, there is no UFC this weekend.
0: So I'll have time to watch it.
1: I'll have a little bit of time. Um... Speaking of controversy at the top of that, um, let's go right into that. What did you see out of the osp tanner Bowser fight? One, what was your takeaway of the overall fight, uh, Mark? And then you said there was some controversy?
2: Yes. So overall the fight, uh, OSP just needs to learn how to just put his foot on the gas and go. He was being too defensive. He was doing nothing but just on his back foot waiting for the right shot and not really putting anything into action. He wasn't putting a pace on and Bozer had something to prove. He was pushing forward constantly, going to the body, going back to the head, mixing it up pretty well. But the end of the fight you had Bozer or OSP finally got a takedown and he was doing well with it. He started controlling it and a lot of people thought that Bowser grabbed the fence to pull himself up. And with that, the ref also thought that. So he immediately went in and touched OSP's back, but did not pause the fight and then backed off. So OSP says that when he touched his back, which you learn in the locker rooms, that if the ref touches you at all, you stop fighting. And you're going to change positions. Or stand up or whatever. So he said that he let go of his guard a little bit and that's what changed the fight to where he could get up and got knocked out.
0: Oof, that's um, brutal.
2: Right. Yes. And that puts have- OSP on a three fight winning sh- or losing
0: streak. Changed the division though, so who knows? Um yeah. I thought no, I- OS-
2: what's up? I was going to say my personal opinion on it is if you look at the fence grab, he didn't actually grab the fence. He kind of put his knuckles on the fence and kind of propped himself up with it. So I think that was legit. But the ref is where it got fucked up. When the ref touched his back, that's where the controversy comes in for me. That ref should have never touched him or since he did touch him, they should have reset the positions.
0: Yeah, but instead,
2: he his... OSP relaxed a little bit and he got knocked out. Was it body. all
1: like was it all like really quick
2: It like... wasn't super quick, but OSP had a dominant position holding Bowser down, so if you relax just for a second in a situation like that, they can get up. And then once he got up, they went straight to an exchange and OSP got hit with a big knee and a, and a right hand and a couple more to follow. That's why he fell over.
1: Oh shit!
0: Yeah, one thing that the referees
1: don't want to do is they don't want to decide the fight. You know, they don't they don't want to do anything that can uh, compromise a guy or um, put or make a call that affects the outcome. Mainly, like you said, like those guys on those uh, streaks, whether it be a losing streak or a winning streak, can have that snapped. Based off uh, someone else's decision that uh, isn't involved in the fight. It sucks, though, because um, referees are put in a tough spot. Like, they always get... Um, I guess they get a lot of, like, criticism whenever they stop a fight too early. Some might say they stop fights too late, and a guy takes unnecessary... Da- or a fighter, I should say, uh, takes unnecessary damage. Or then sometimes fighters think they got robbed because... They got the fight stopped a little bit too early, but in this case, it was referee just intervening to enforce a rule. And like you'll see that sometimes where a gal have his hand on the fence, and the referee just come and slap his hand off and knock that hand away. Um, and that's another thing too. The whole fence grab thing—like you can touch it, but you can't use it for leverage. You can't like like get a grip on the fence, even with your feet. To be able to use it to stand up or use to advance your position, um, I guess the only way you can even get rid of that because it's it's kind of instinct too. Is a guy doesn't have to cheat to grab the fence. It's like when you're naturally going down, you're grabbing for something to hold on to to, to keep you up. So right. the only way to change that would be to have
0: to not have a cage. It gets some kind of like. I guess platform where you were
1: you were on or something like that. Like I, I heard uh, a lot of buzz about them getting like a more not not this would be an actual thing, but it was the idea of having like a more open plane where there's no fence, there's no walls, and you have a lot of more room to watch, and you can put more people in the stadium as well. So it'll make it like a more you can sell more live tickets. And if view's not obstructed by the cage, you just have, like, a basically a wider platform where you can get in there and guys can mix it up. Of course, like, gotta change MMA ton. It changes the game completely. Yeah.
2: The cage is ingrained in MMA fighting and technique.
1: You use it for a lot more than people realize. A ton. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Cage is huge. Mm-hmm. And we already saw the ropes don't really work. It's hard, it's hard to have like a boxing ring. That That's tough because you can, you know, you get tangled into the ropes or you get like a guy knocked out of the ring. They're not going to stop because there's a, you know what I mean? Like there's a barrier. They're not going to stop because there is a barrier. They'll keep going like until they get into the crowd if there's no barrier, you know what I mean? So we've seen guys get thrown over the ropes and shit.
0: <laughs> He threw the rules. Um, Me oh Pride.
1: Pride was such you know, a great thing. Pride had it right though. I like I like some of Pride's rules. Like I like the the no Stalin rules with the yellow cards and the, like all that stuff like that. But Pride had some, you know, they had soccer kicks and ten minute rounds and shit like that. Like stomps. Yeah, stomps. Real stomps. Not foot stomps. Yeah, head stumps. If you're on the
3: ground, they they put the Timberlands on you. Oh, you like can a... knee him on the, the ground
0: too in the head. Mm-hmm. Yep, but you can't elbow. Yeah. yeah. So we're, okay, so let's
1: let's move on to um let's talk about the main event a little bit. Now this was a, this was a fight that I I wanted to see um i have the whole card i want it just because it's intriguing for the heavyweight division going forward which we'll get to that in the rest of the news and notes because there is some there's some shakeup in the heavyweight division coming up soon um <laughs> and it's i guess it's because of the result of this fight now we speculated that this fight could be potentially a title eliminator of sorts like especially if either one of these guys had a dominant victory one of these guys could be next in line for a, a, a chance at the at the uh, at the heavyweight title. Cyril Gunn is on a what six fight win streak now.
2: Yes, undefeated in the UFC, six fights. He's looked impressive
1: in every fight. Um, he's for he the way he moves for a guy that big. He moves like a huge middleweight. He's very smooth, very technical. But not exactly. He's not starching everybody, and like, are finishing people like um, you see in the heavyweight division. Like you see from a guy like you know Derek Lewis or Francis Ngannou, the guys who are just like running through people. But he he is dominant though, and he does look very impressive. But going into this fight with Volkov, it was interesting because this this would be the first time um, in his UFC career, at least, that he's going to face someone that's uh, that's bigger. It's both taller, has more reach, and is also a technical striker. So, I was looking forward to this one. I didn't get to catch it. What about you guys? You, uh, Mo, you see it? i uh seen
3: some of the rounds of it. I was distracted. So I didn't really focus on it. But from the rounds I saw, Cyril gone. He, he had the slight edge. It seems like the guys he's fighting... The last two, Volkov and Jarzinio, he freezes them up. Now, they're not fighting normally. How Well, Volkov had a lot of leg kicks in the fight, but it, it seems like they're not fighting how they usually fight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, he couldn't
2: get started. So Gon was doing a very good game plan where he was using his reach a lot better. He was right out of the way of volkov's punches which amazed me he was doing all the aggression and all the pressure and he was just landing the the only round that was kind of close was the first round which is where volkov was getting off yep. most of his his leg yep. kicks and that one could have went either way in my opinion but then after that once uh Gon got his rhythm in he just took over he there. There was no contest after that. He
3: almost like he was taking Volkov's will. I forgot what round it was, but uh, I believe he got him um, a good shot in the clinch. I forgot if it was like third or fourth round or something. Volkov? No, no, no. It was, uh, serial. Oh. I believe. I believe it was one of those
0: rounds. I want to say that was probably the third, or I thought it was. It might be en- ending early. But either way. We got a uh, interim
1: title out of this fight coming up. Well, I want to touch on God a little bit real quick. I, I, I'll have to watch the fight again to see, but you said he's freezing them in there. Like they guys just aren't it themselves. It just doesn't
3: seem like they're they're fighting to how
1: they usually fight. I mean, it could be something he's doing. Like, is he throwing a lot of feints? Is he doing? Is his footwork different? Is he? I mean, I know he pre- he's a big dude too, so he present. I mean, anytime you have a heavyweight fight, there's always that it's underlying threat it. of. There's always that underlying threat that you can get slept with one shot, right? Oh, every heavyweight, yep. every yep. heavyweight fight. But with with Cerrone in particular, we see guys who are usually pretty aggressive not be. Um, I wouldn't say Volkov is usually aggressive. He's he's usually pretty tactical. He's, he's very approach. technical and. Counter
3: punching, but
1: yeah. yeah, it just
0: wasn't working out for him. Now
1: John erosion strike, he usually starts off technical, but then he'll explode toward the end of the round. There was no explosion with him. There was no. Not and, and they fought, they went all five rounds. Same as this one. Same as this card. so like 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 you just said, they there's now going to be an interim title bout between Derrick Lewis and Cyril Gan. Um Now, I have a lot of feelings on
0: that. Um, a part of me... The, uh,
1: the, the part of me that loves fighting loves this matchup. I love this matchup. I love Cyril Ghan versus Derrick Lewis matchup because you know Derrick Lewis isn't going to just sit back and watch. He's going to take his shots. And try to take to try to take gone out, at least that's what you think
0: before like, they're they're one time the only other time was against
1: Francis, and that's exactly exactly so, so then again, like you know like, a lot of I, I, this is what I think happens too. A lot of guys, they watch film on each other and then they get kind of starstruck watching the film. They're like, they don't want to become a highlight. They see that whatever that guy's capable of, they might. They just try to avoid that, and that's what makes the fight a little bit more, a little more boring and a little less um, aggressive because they don't want to get overcommit and then get caught by something. But that's the that's the risk in every fight. That's kind of why we that's why we give these guys so much respect to get in there and, and mix it up on that pro level because that's that's what's that's what's capable every time you get in there. There's certain guys that you can that you can see why. People don't rush in on them or that why they're frozen in place. Like it's, it's because they're throwing a lot of feints, they have good footwork, they're they're good at mastering the timing and the angles to where you don't have a spot to come in straight at them. and I, I can't I haven't watched Cyril Gan enough, especially uh, I didn't watch his last fight, so I don't know if that's what he was doing to Volkov to get him to not be aggressive, but I'll see I'll, I'll go back and watch.:
3: hey, I got a question though. is he also from France too? He, he is. is. He is. Oh man. Tim and Francis used to train together. Oh, word? Yeah, not very much, oh. but they but did. But they were in the like the same uh areas. No, I think they were in the same gym. Same gym? Mhm. Dude, he's only been in the UFC since 2019.
0: 2
2: years, right? Huh? Mhm. He only has 9 fights.
3: Yeah. Overall, and then it's Overall. like he doesn't have many kickboxing matches either, Mm-mm. but he's undefeated he, in that too. He's just such a ba-
1: massive like figure. He has like all he has all the tools too. Like he's pretty composed. He's confident. He he got the size, the reach. I mean, Silgan looks like the real deal,
0: even though he's inexperienced. That's the only there, thing
3: though. I was thinking was going to happen. I thought Volkov was going to, you know, use his experience and do some trickery.
0: So my my
2: concept on this fight is Volkov's used to using his reach advantage. He's used to being the, the fighter that uses his reach advantage and does <laughs> does well with that. But if you actually look at the stats... He didn't have much, right? Or, or was no, it the it was... other way around? Gon had, had, had more, advantage. right? Gon had, uh, like, a one-inch reach advantage, I think. Yeah, it was It was something like, what? It was really close, because I think Gone has, like, 81, and Volkov's at, like, 80. And I was surprised at that, because the leg reach is different. So yeah. Volkov is taller, and the leg reach is different, which is, I think, why he was getting a lot of those kicks easier than he could get his hands. But I think the fact that he was just, he's not used to somebody being able to still hit him while he's staying out of their range, or while staying out of range. And Gon just had that one small advantage, and he took full advantage of it. And I think that's what threw off Volkov. The other thing that threw me off was when I was looking up Volkov, he is known as a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter.
0: According to the UFC, and what I was did? like, um, okay. "Okay, I know he has a ground game." Okay. <laughs> who, who, who is doing these stats and these things? I need their job.
3: It's probably somebody that doesn't even like watch the fights or anything. They just assume. Volkov, he sounds like he uh, chokes people out or something.
2: They're like Volkov. That's the guy with the Ezekiel chokes, right? We'll put that on there.
0: He got, he got, <laughs> he got the most twisters in uh, UFC history, <laughs> bro. <sighs> how? How? Who? Who? Whoever is in charge of this is crazy. Three submission wins, bro. Who's that? Volkov is obviously a grappler. That's his fighting style, man. He's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighter. He just never gets them subs, though.
3: You know, he always goes for them, but he just never gets them. Yeah. That's what it is. He attempts is. a lot. He just fell in love with his hands, right? Like, yeah, like yeah, all the yeah. wrestlers
0: do. I almost had it. you.
3: almost had you. he got out that choke fell in
1: love with his hands
3: yeah but the interesting part about this whole thing is we kind of called it in a way the next next part of whoever won this fight well I think we said if Serial won he would end up being like the next next guy right Right. and technically it kind of happened with the announcement of the interim title fight with Derek Lewis yeah
1: and that's and that's a very interesting thing to me cuz what the the precedent that, that 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 sets to me um i feel like you should we should just do if you're going to do that then like, by making the uh interim title fight when you already have an active champion like you like zero on uh, the the current champion Francis Ngannou he only i mean he won the belt what 3 months ago mm-hmm He's an active fighter. It's not like he takes long layoffs or anything like that. Like um, he's been active, and he says that he wants to be an active champion. So if you're gonna make an interim title sh- title belt while you have an, a healthy active champion. Then why don't you just do that throughout the whole entire game? Um, the whole roster. Why not make Purey and and Rob Font for the interim title while um Alderman Sterling's out?
3: Did they say why? Francis isn't fighting yet?
1: So, so, according to like what I've read, um, and this is between Dana and the management team, I've read some like pieces of their exchanges. Apparently, Francis has some kind of... Um, he needs time. He has some kind of injury that he's working through that, or whatever that he needs. To, it doesn't disclose what it is. It just says he needs time. And basically, the UFC was like, well, we don't have time. That's true. we got to fight... In August? Because he wants to do it in September. He said you either gotta fight in August, or we gotta make a new fight.
0: What fight's they, the one in September? The sure, I don't remember. Is that the girl fight? No, that's the the one or that that the, Derek Lewis
3: is on now. No, they moved that, they pushed that one up to August 7th.
2: That's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. The girl fight is uh, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena on that
3: card, too. No, I was asking what the, the pay per Oh, okay. The pay-per-view for September is the 205 belt. They could have had that one on there. Derrick Lewis and Francis?
2: No, Francis didn't want September. They offered him both. They offered him both, oh. August and September. He said he wasn't going to be ready because... He just got back to the US after his travels and his vacation, so he needed time for a training camp. But we all know that's not all that's been going on. Because they offered him October a long time ago for Derek Lewis too, but he refused the fight. Mm. So, what's really happening here, the actual business move that's happening, it's a power play by Dana White, is what it is. It's a 100% power play.
3: Put his dick on the table?
2: Yes. And I agree with him, to be honest. I love the fact that they did this. Because. Showing him who's boss. Well, you got to force it. Like, Derek Lewis is the clear number one contender and needs mm-hmm. to fight for the belt. Yep. But he's stuck in the situation where John Jones wants more money and John Jones doesn't want to be ready till next year. But Francis is refusing all the fights because he wants to fight nobody but John Jones. So. By them stalling and trying to do all these negotiations, Dana White just said, "No, nah, fuck it. If you don't want the Derrick Lewis fight, Derrick Lewis deserves a championship. Here, this guy just showed up.
3: Here you go. Dude, do you know how crazy it is going to be for Derrick Lewis on that card? Because he's fighting at home, in, basically. In Houston. Yeah, it's going to be nuts for him. Right. Especially if he wins. Bro, they're gonna be throwing Popeyes, drumsticks, and thighs in the uh octagon <laughs> straight up. Like, it's gonna be crazy. And then you got the uh the female goat fighting her uh nemesis, I guess, according to her. That that car is actually pretty stacked, I think. As long as good. all the fights hold up. We got old man battle. Aldo on there, too. That's a good fight. Kiesa oh. versus Luke. That's the one I'm really Interested in watching?
0: That's basically mm-hmm. who moves forward one step closer to that title shot. Then mm-hmm. you know they got like stuff on there. I feel okay. There's two things. I don't. I I do like it from the standpoint of.
1: We see the precedent that the champion isn't ready, so we're going to make a bout between the guys who are the contenders for the belt anyway, give them a title, give them an interim title until the champion gets ready, and that's basically like a number one contender belt? I'm I'm all for that. I have no problem with that at all. In fact, I think you should do it in every situation where the champion isn't ready. Or you don't have a clear-cut number one. Like, like, like. For instance, like um, in the in this case, in All Jermaine Sterling versus um P-Purian, that rematch is gonna happen whenever All Jermaine is healthy, right? But in the meantime, is healthy, so is Rob Font. Why not make that fight, interim title?
0: Winner gets All Jermaine. I, I mean, agree with that too. I'm,
1: and then also, and I like I like it across the board. I like it in Walterweight. How about Kobe Leon? Interim title. Winner against Usman. So, nothing's wrong with Usman, though.
3: Yeah, nothing's wrong with Usman. No,
0: no, nothing's wrong with no. him. He's
1: been he's been very active though. Usman, Usman's fought like what? He fought what, three times last year or twice? At least twice. He's been extremely active. So I mean I'm just I'm just, I'm not saying it just because of the I'm, I'm just I'm just mentioning all the potential situations where you can use this same thing. Or in the case of um even with the featherweight division, you know, like it, they could have done it there.
3: They could have yeah. had uh, Ortega fight. Well, Not Holloway exactly. had just one, and probably Holloway wanted a training camp if he would have to fight uh, Ortega again. That, you know, that what, that's COVID. fair. COVID won that one.
0: That's fair too. But here's 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 the interesting one. How about this one? How about you make Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier?
1: interim title fight because Olivera uh, just fought you know um, making any Conor McGregor fight a title fight huge why not I mean why this I mean like if you're setting this precedent that you're just gonna force the action um, because the ch- you got, you, you're not gonna discuss business terms with your fighters and you you also don't allow them to have sponsorships it's basically like you have all these guys under one umbrella and they can't ask, Anytime they ask for more money the, the, Here's a trend that I'm noticing Anytime a fighter asks for more money They get outed By the UFC in some way It started with Woodley um, Once he started asking For more money, bigger fights He was on his way He was in the shithouse with Management uh, Jones demanded a lot of money And then they're like, fuck it, we'll just put Derek Lewis in there We're not even going to even entertain this
2: they entertained and, it for a while, they just, once you go off the ridiculous end, they're just not going to do it anymore. Just like they entertained uh, Francis with Derek Lewis for, what, two months now? Two, three months now? And he was just refusing to sign the contract, and while well, well, not
1: ready, He's doing his own thing. That's the an easy answer, man. Derek saw, Derek, in the middle, of, what happened in the middle of all that? He's, if you remember, if you recall correctly, in the, mer- in the middle of all that negotiation, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather fought an unranked guy, and that guy made $30 million. But you know tell me,
2: besides MMA, besides the people in the UFC, like, well, I mean, like, in the UFC, who makes, what fighting sport actually makes across the board more money than MMA? It's just boxing. No, well, not at all. Do you know what the average boxer makes? You can look like it up. Big boxers or the uh, lower end boxers? I'm saying across the board. Oh, for the, the whole The average way. boxer
1: for everything. It's not a fair big comparison. There's way more boxers. Yeah. Because average, so average means you're using numbers, right? If you yeah. you're using numbers, like average means you're taking like the pool of all the boxers and then you're taking how much money they made in the median that's not a, that's not a fair comparison, given the fact that there's millions of boxers. Like, there's so that? many boxers, and so many and every weight class is like every two pounds.
2: But if I, class. You, if I told you that the average boxer only makes twenty seven thousand to thirty thousand dollars a year, I believe it. A year? How, how do you how do you feel about that? When I would. The average MMA fighter makes about one hundred and forty thousand. That's I a big it. difference in numbers.
1: It's, it's, it's skewed because like, so that pulls, okay, for instance, here's why that's skewed. If you took like the average NBA player, right, and went went up against the average football player, the NBA player is going to be way higher because of the max, the top is higher and the roster is lower. So the, there's not as many numbers to pull from, and the money is at the top is much higher in most cases. Where there's just so many, so much, so many more football players. And, I mean, at the top, the salary's higher. The average is going to come down a lot. Wait a minute. Is it, isn't the
3: UFC roster, like, what, five or 600 fighters? Something it like that, that, right?
2: Five or 600 fighters. That's just for UFC, though. Yeah, and
3: then you got the other... You got Bellator,
2: you got Bellator, PFL, you got 1FC, you, one one. you got M1 Grand, you got Lion <laughs> Fight, you got... Uh... Like, you got Ryzen, you got... like you got all
3: these other... <laughs>
1: there's, there's a lot of organizations. There's a
2: ton of MMA fighters, too.
1: But there's, there's probably... I would assume there's probably 10 times as many boxing organizations. Because boxing just for their... It, it, this boxing's global. MMA's global as well, but boxing's older and more established, established.
2: Yes, and you have the top heavy guys, which will bring up that average. Because you're yep. talking about the top of boxing is literally making... Hundred million dollars, twenty million dollars, thirty million dollars a fight, and then your lower end's making five hundred bucks to fight.
1: That's 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 very true. It's
2: very true. The lowest you're gonna get is twenty twenty nowadays or twenty five twenty
3: five nowadays. No, there was somebody that got uh, I think eight and eight or ten and ten, and they were on the pay per view fighting UFC. I swear, UFC. It was because uh, somebody got hurt, so they got promoted to the main card. Or it might have been a fight night, and they only made either 8-8 eight and eight or 10-10. and 10. They,
0: they weren't supposed to the be managers?
3: there. They weren't supposed to be there. Just put it
1: that way. But that's, right. a, that's what brings me to my point. We're not even talking about the bottom guys or the median guys. We're talking about literally the cream of the crop. We're talking about the guys who should be getting paid the most. Like we're talking about the be- like some of the best guys that ever do it. When we speak at when we're talking about John Jones and right now him and, him and, and Francis right now is the, the uh, heavyweight champion. So we're talking about the, to, the the cream of the crop of the sport. We're not talking about the me- the middle guys and it's not like the UFC doesn't pay. Like they some there's there's guys that get paid pretty well. Yeah, exactly. Um but how much is,
0: uh, uh, how much is, of that pie isn't
3: being shared is a the question. Because they posted that. I forgot what it was. It was a comparison with the uh, NFL, NBA, and I think baseball compared to the UFC. How much they pay their athletes compared to the UFC, and it was some something ridiculous. I that's what I'm
1: where. That's what I meant. Like I'm like, how much of the pie are they bringing in total, and how much that's being shared with the actual fighters? Because it's not like these guys. I mean, they are subcontractors in a way, but um, they don't have a union that they collectively bargain the same way as the, all the other major sports do. They've
2: been so, pushing for that con- for a while, though. What's that? Yeah, the the problem union. with that are uh, the top guys that do get paid don't want that. They don't want it. It's only the lower guys. It's kind of like the Reebok deal. When the Reebok deal came in, it was great for the lower end guys because they weren't getting sponsors anyway, so they were getting extra money. But the top end guys were pissed because they lost all their fucking money. (laughs) You know, it's one of those situations. And when you bring in a union, yeah, you'll probably get a higher pay. But guess what goes away after that? Pay-per-view points. Gone. And the higher top of the crop guys want those pay-per-view points because that's where they make their money. That disclosed pay that they get of, you know, like take Nate Diaz in his last fight, that disclosed pay of $500,000 that he got, that ain't what he got paid. He got paid way more on pay-per-view points for that.
3: Hey, you know, I heard, uh, not Tank Abbott, but uh, Javante Davis, that tank, <laughs> that main event, they got a cut of the the gate, the live gate. They got a cut of that too. So Dang. they they banked. That's boxing though. They banked on that one. Him and
0: Barrios, Barrios.
1: Let me ask you this question to um kind of get back into it.
0: Can you name ten boxes right now? I probably
1: can. You want me to try? I gonna go go. No, I, I definitely can. I can name twenty. Um. But I guarantee you all of those 10 guys are making more than the guys that we we can mention in the UFC. Absolutely. That's, that's the, that was the point. What's up? Absolutely. That's yeah. the point I'm trying to make. Like, the guys the guys at the top of the game in boxing are making way more than the guys at the top of the game in the UFC. And it's because they don't get, they don't have the ability to, to do what the, the guys in boxing are doing. They're not getting, like... They don't, they don't get to negotiate before the fight and make the terms, you know... It's not. It's basically you. You gonna fight for this amount or you're not? We'll find somebody else.
2: They also have a higher revenue coming in with all the gambling and boxing versus the gambling and MMA. It's non-comparable.
1: It's UFC is a little bit. I mean, UFC specifically and MMA for for sure is like very new. It's much newer than boxing. So yeah, I I know boxing has more, way more. um, They have more
2: outlets of money coming in.
1: So, so it's not like the UFC is struggling, exactly. They're not like,
2: struggling, but yeah. when you have when you have two fighters, two of these high name fighters, you literally have two different promotions paying for this fight.
1: Oh, absolutely! So you don't it's have so, just yeah.
2: one paying for it. You have multiple outlets. It's not like Bellator and the UFC are paying for one combined fight, and then they could probably put out some dumb numbers.
0: Well, they definitely could.
2: You also got to look at the the fight cards by themselves too. So, those top two matches are making a shit, shit ton of money. If you want to use that Logan Paul, for example, fight, you literally had the guys making 20 million, 30 million, and 100 million for Floyd. And then, guys down the line, the actual professional boxers down the line, which were the more interesting fights, only made a couple grand. And then there were some people on there that literally made $500. Literally.
1: Those guys that made 500 bucks, to be fair though, they fought like three rounds, bro. That's yeah. what I'm
2: saying. I right, the most just- interesting <laughs> ones were the professional boxers, and they only made a couple grand.
1: No, no, I mean Badu Jack was on that one. I'm sure he made what well, much more than a couple grand.
3: Are you talking about the the Logan Paul one? Yeah. yeah.
1: I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm pretty certain they made man. they had a
3: breakdown of it not
2: too long ago. No, it was pretty embarrassing. I
1: damn, damn you that.
3: Okay, I got I got um, a question. Do you guys know who the highest paid UFC fighter is?
1: Right now, I would still go with McGregor. I, I don't know. I was just asking. McGregor, Izzy. McGregor. I would say McGregor and Izzy should be in, in the top. Top, mm, two. top two. I'm not
3: sure if. I don't, you don't, I don't think know Amanda's getting Izzy paid like good? No. You don't think she's making money? Well, she's probably making right. money, but you don't think she's
2: getting but paid millions? The other thing about. The way that you need to, or that you look at their pay, is what kind of eyes they're bringing in, what kind of pay-per-view sales they're bringing in. Another reason for this interim fight is to strengthen that card because have you ever seen Amanda Nunes on a card by herself being champ? They don't. She doesn't have the pay-per-view draw they want for these pay per views She is a big draw, but she is not comparable to what Ronda Rousey used to draw in or Conor McGregor. Or even John Jones, and John Jones—if you look at his numbers, they were never that great.
1: You look at um what when when she won the title when Amanda Nunes won from Ronda, they mostly promoted Ronda because she's the big, like I said, she's the bigger draw. They they rarely even they barely mentioned.
3: You know what's crazy about that too? She did no media, I believe, too. The whole
1: they didn't care. It was all about Ronda coming back.
0: But yeah, like, don't Ronda,
1: yeah, because like Ronda, like, like he said, Ronda, it was the draw. She was. Um, it's, it, it to me and to me, like, yeah, I, I get it. Like, the company wants to make money, um, and they, they want to. If you when you're in business, the whole point is to make as much as you can. But you, I, I think you do a disservice to your,
0: you know consumer base when you don't
1: when you have an inferior product when you put out an inferior product so like if you're inferior, if your fan base if your consumer base is like all right we we're paying to watch fights we're paying you to put up together these fights right um obviously the athletes that compete if they're paid if they get paid well it's going to incentivize other athletes to come to that sport that's why the NFL gets the top tier athletes. They know that okay, I have a chance to change my life if I go to this sport as opposed to any other sport. The same as um with with, with all like basketball. That's why when you look at um, uh, athletes from America, they kind of funnel into s- certain sports. They don't go to they don't branch out to anything else. It's baseball, basketball, football. That's it. We don't hey. we don't have a soccer team like we don't the the players aren't paid in major league soccer the way they are in, in um NFL or NBA or MLB not in our country so, what's up
2: so not in our country
1: listen they get paid listen.
2: very well in other countries <laughs> listen
1: soccer that's a to make like and that's okay. what if you if you have if it, when you have that precedent set If you start paying your top guys a lot of money, then other athletes that are, you know, young will see that. And like, oh, well, I want to get paid like that guy. So I'm going to do that. I don't have to join a team and become a professional. I can can go into fight sports.
0: I got a question, though. Tell me why
3: it seems like the American champions, they don't get as much love as the foreign champions do.
0: Same reason.
2: Draw. Other countries love and back their countries a lot more than America does because we're a mixed bag.
3: Like so Brandon even, Marrero, he probably got like a whole parade when he came back home to Mexico if right. he went yeah. back yet. Because I know he lives in America right now, but
1: that's what I'm saying. I think it's, 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 a, it's, it's, two, it's, it's a lot of reasons. The here's the main reason for that is... um. When you have a guy co- that comes from um, a foreign country, usually those countries are a lot smaller, so that they they get like that. Every person that's interested in that sport from that country is backing that fighter. Whereas in America, every person that's interested in that sport is backing the fighter from their part of the country. They're like, They're okay, city. well, I. City. Like, like yeah. Their city, like their city, like like if you're from, we're much more um. We're like the United divided in a way. Like, it's, you have all these states that are together as one country, but when you get guys who are fighting from, say, um, you get the Florida guys that are all on one card, they're all, all those guys are, are, are backing the Miami fighter. They're not thinking about the American hey. that's also on the card. They're thinking about this guy's from where I'm from. I, I so have to
3: a- disagree with that one because I saw it with <laughs> my own eyes.
1: I you saw Nate
3: to... Diaz. I saw Nate Diaz come into Orlando and piece up Michael Johnson. Oh, beautiful fight. And he fights from Florida.
1: So I saw that. I saw that. No, that's true. That's that, that's that's very true. I think I that's saw a that. that's a special case between Nate is kind of like Nate's more of a star than like, Johnson is.
3: I don't think it was that big of a star yet, though, at that point. Well, Nick they was, were... and this is Nick's brother that's when he called out conor mcgregor i believe he that's right before everything happened. yeah he took yeah. everything
1: <laughs> yeah nick is like nick nick's, nick was and nick's they're brothers so they they, they kind of have that you know they get that that push that they they, they have kind of a an interesting push for me because like they, they tap into that like oh i'm a real fighter thing like people look at them like oh if there was no time limits of like you know blah blah They they would always win because they're like that the fighters fighter the people's fighter type guys, so they have that pull that's kind of unique to just to mostly just those two guys, but I think it's still true if you get you know if Nate Diaz was fighting Habib, it would be still mostly Russia listening like um, as far as like all the pay per view and stuff like that. Like, the average American doesn't give a shit about Nate Diaz. Like, it's, it's more... They're not pumping pump him like, oh, this is America's champion. If he was champion is my point I'm trying to make. Oh, like He's some, not, uh, Rocky versus uh, Drago? Exactly. like It's not like um, they're going, oh, this is the USA versus um, another Russia country. Russia. The only yeah. time that does happen, though, I notice is if when, like, the whole of USA is backed as if the champion's a white dude. Like, that's pretty much it. Like, when Chris Wyman was a champion at middleweight, he was Mr. All America. And, like, and for, for, for what Ford is worth, that's the only time that you get that. Or when Randy Couture was champion.
3: That was Captain America, bro. Correct. That was Captain
2: America. It wasn't
1: Captain Utah, where the fuck he's from, or Oregon. It was America. Captain Utah. Right. So I think that's the only time you really get that, like, like we said, like America's kind of uh, these. And then if you you look at the current American champions, I mean, technically yeah, speaking, two. Two, technically two, but like most of them live here, though. Like, no yeah. one lives here.
3: Yep. But you
1: also um, got to
2: look at the fact that a lot of the American champions still don't represent America most of the time.
1: Exactly. They like Rose is or... one of
2: our champs right now. Rose is one of our champs right now, but she represents Lithuania. Not Aljamain represents Jamaica, I believe. Aljamain represents Jamaica. They so we also have a disadvantage in that where they don't rep the U.S. like they want to rep the U.S.
3: So technically, and, we don't have no no champions, and, and even Tyrone Woodley, not, like
1: not, um, up. the only ones that are that. Really are are actually American, and represent and represent the U.S.
0: Was Jones, but yes, that,
3: that's
1: it. Like Kamaru represents Nigeria.
3: Hey, we, we had Holloway, bro.
0: Okay, and Hawaii Holloway,
3: is not a separate country.
2: It's,
1: it's not
3: like 50th state.
2: But Hawaii also
0: isn't like
2: to call themselves American. They're barely American, bro.
3: I know, I know. I I hear it all the time from my uh, family there.
2: They (coughs) are Japanese.
3: I'm I'm from the mainland, bro. Oh real. I I, I be getting kicked out and shit. I mean Tyrone Woodley didn't even
2: represent America. All the time every time that he tried to represent anything, he represented Ferguson, not America. Right.
3: Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like it's still
2: a city here, but he would not represent America.
1: That's Uh, the person. The guy, the guys, the American guys the, the guys, the guys, the the um, the American guys, they only represent their city. Mm-hmm. They don't care about the, they, they don't make it like a, a, a. I'm the champion of the U.S. They're like more like, okay, I come from Boston and I rep Boston. So we're much more city oriented than we are whole country nationalist so sort of, like then other countries like when you come from ireland he's not he's not just claiming like dublin he's claiming all of ireland with mcgregor mm-hmm. and then like and he brings
3: them all with him
1: exactly makes oh, like, like, uh, uh, like new ireland my, people too he represents us you know what i mean and yeah. the same was like even if you go vittori he's claiming italy as a whole mm-hmm. not sicily not like, like he's, not, he's, not, he's not claiming like one spot in Italy. He's like, I'm from fucking Florence. Like, no, he's like, I'm the Italian champion, or wanna be one I want oh, to be an Italian champion. He's champ, he won twice. <laughs> yeah, he's,
3: he's double champ.
0: No, but
1: he did
3: tap. He tapped and he cried. Yep. He tapped there that butt. heard him so bad. <laughs> it was unbelievable. <laughs> I couldn't believe the ref missed that. <laughs> They always fucking it up, man. These
0: refs, man. We gotta, we
3: gotta yeah, do something refs. about these refs. We gotta get some new refs and new judges.
0: For real <laughs> new refs, new judges. Yo, Dana, hire me. I'm trying um, to think Mar- of which ones actually.
2: What what Americans actually represent in America? Oh, I guess we, we got, got Kobe. Inside.
1: Okay, uh, DJ kind of did, but he get he didn't get any pull.
3: That's that true, man. He was just killing everybody at 125. He He's my goat still. Imagine if he was here right now. Oh, man. Oh, with
2: he him. might kill
3: everybody again. He might kill everybody again.
2: As long as he gets his head coach back. Because I think the only reason why he's struggling in, uh, over there in one a little bit, and he's not even struggling that bad, is one, knees on the ground, and two... He doesn't
3: he doesn't have a head coach anymore do you think uh it's also that he's fighting i think at Bantamweight, technically right
2: yeah he's technically fighting bigger dudes again
3: yeah that's that shit that's the thing he's getting paid good though oh he's getting
2: paid great mhm- and he got a belt over there it may not have been the world belt or the championship belt, but he got the grand Prix belt right, I'm
0: looking at the whole pound for pound rankings right now. The last American champion was John Jones. Like American-American? Yeah, American-American. Represent. Unless you count Al um
1: championship. He's so from he New be, York. He's from New York. He, claims, he, he, claims, like he represents the, his Jamaican heritage. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, even no, Stipe. I'm lying. Was, Stipe was the last American champion, but he represents Croatia. He sure does. He sure does. He reps Croatia. He sure does. That's crazy, man. You would think like we would have this shit on lock, right?
1: We, we did we, for so long. We invented long.
3: it, right? We invented this shit,
1: right? If you think about it, though, look 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 back at history. Most of the most of the champions were American and Brazilian. They were either American or Brazilian. For
3: for a long time, it was either Brazilian or American that was champions.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. you can go back, like I said, Couture, Liddell, um, Rampage, uh, Evans, Matt
1: Hughes, Hughes. Hughes. I mean, GSP was the only guy that. I mean, he's technically American. He's North America, but well, Canada.
0: But
2: it one little true. Canadian that just popped in and he's like, I'm going to be the most dominant. Exactly. That is true. Like,
3: that is true.
1: <laughs> so you had right. like, it was either American or Brazilian, which is technically still American because Brazilian, South America. Like
3: at 125, you had Mighty Mouse, right? Mm-hmm. At 135, at one point, you had Dominic Cruz. Well, that belt was, well, when did it, they gave Barao the actual belt eventually, or was he still fighting for an interim belt? Or defending an interim belt. You remember that? Yeah, he was defending the interim belt. And then
2: after Dominic Cruz got injured again, he uh became official champion.
3: And Dillashaw took it, right? And then Dillashaw took his soul. So that's a Brazilian and American. And then an American had the title for yep. a while. Then 145 was dominated by Aldo till Max Holloway showed up. And then Volkanovski got gifted a second fight
0: <laughs>
3: to re- retain. But 54. then Lightweight, Lightweight, was, Lightweight was nuts. Lightweight was nuts. That was brand, insane, dude. yeah. We had Eddie Alvarez had it for a
1: while. Eddie, he had a little piece.
3: BJ um, had one. Who's that? BJ Penn. Oh,
1: yeah. Just with a, the with a the 55 belt.
3: Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Oh, it's yeah, 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 Even though yeah. Frankie got it, then Ben got it. So that's all American.
2: Yep. Yeah, that is all American right there. Even if you go all the way back to Jen's Pulver.
3: Sean Shark, and Sean Shark, the Shark, the Muscle Shark. But then Welterweight, you know, is what Matt Hughes, who had it before Matt Hughes, though.
1: Like, didn't Trigg have it?
3: did Toes?
2: No, I don't think Trigg ever had the championship. Did he? It just I don't kissed know. Uh, I don't know. Matt Hughes, right?
0: I thought he beat Matt. Frank Trigg's
2: career in the uh, UFC was very. Uh, short. It was actually like he came in, I think he had the Matt Hughes fight, and then he got gifted a rematch with Matt Hughes, and I think they ended the same way, where Matt Hughes beat him both times.
1: Okay, I, I, I think they were, they were was both re-naked match. I, he, I, 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 might be, I might be mistaken, though. I thought it was, it was
3: a role w- match. W- the welterweight title actually was like held by Americans for a long time. Oh, yeah. So, if you think about it, because, I mean, North Americans. At militich. <laughs> You had GSP, Matt Hughes, after Matt Hughes, and GSP it was what? Oh Matt Sarah? Matt yeah, Sarah. Italy. He's
0: Italian. Yeah for a moment.
3: Yeah, but he doesn't really rep Italian. He, he's Italian. He reps New York. He's a Guido, bro. And then you had uh GSP again. Then Hendrix, Robbie Lawler.
0: Mm-hmm. Tyro Woodley.
3: Yep, Hendrix Lawler Woodley, all American. So And now it's Usman, though. He's a uh, Nigerian. Yeah. But he lives in Nebraska. I don't
0: Marty. think he lives in Nebraska, though.
3: Marty from I, Nebraska, bro. I thought he's he grew up no, no. there. Yeah, he yeah, in Florida. I'm, I'm, saying, I'm, just, saying, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
2: He don't live in Florida anymore, either. No? no? He
3: moved to uh, Denver? Yeah. He's uh, in Florida now. I'm going to say he's with yeah, those he's boys in And middleweight, middleweight so-so. 'Cause the the most dominant champion was from Brazil. That's because
2: the uncrowned champ never got his his chance. Shout out to Kryan Stan.
0: Yo, he's the dope. real American.
3: He was dope. I thought you were talking about
0: uh call it Connor's boy. Oh, boy. Artem, the champ, champ, champ. He oh, got, he's a
3: champ, 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 champ. He's a goat. He got like four belts. He got all of them. He even a got a trick. belt in the uh, female division, bro. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> and he's a bare-knuckle king now.
1: Right, bare exactly. Well, 2 of 5 was obviously dominated by American for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2 of 5 was always
3: uh, Americans, right? Until now?
0: Yeah, it was like Chuck, Rashad Evans, Rampage, Forge Griffin.
1: It was pretty much all Americans. I don't think a, right. I it was, No, no, no,
0: no,
3: no, no.
1: Vitor oh, had it at v- one point, and, right? and Vitor? No, 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 no. Not Vitor. Machida. Machida and Shogun. Shogun. Vitor yeah. was never a uh, 205
3: champ? Not 205. Yes, not 205. <laughs> Wait, he, what? I thought, I thought he, he was
2: anyway. uh, I thought he beat Randy oh, Couture
1: no, for he, it. He was, yes, he was. For one fight. He beat... He No, he beat Randy Couture for it.
3: Yeah, cut him on the eye, right? Yep. Yeah, And then he got spanked after that.
1: That was literally.
3: Tito.
1: Oh, okay. I thought... Tito uh, lost uh, he lost thought, it to I the Tito. I Tito. Got, Tito. got beat too. He did. He lo- I think he lost it to Chuck. Not Chuck, but... Um,
0: to uh, Tito. I thought he
3: lost it to Randy after that.
0: Oh, yeah, rematch? Yeah. 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 And then Tito got spanked. Yeah. Literally. But yeah, that belt's been in America's hands for a while. Now, right now, though, that unless Dominique
1: tightens up,
3: bro, unless he tightens up, or Anthony Smith gets better, one of them two. That's
1: yeah. the only one. Anthony Smith has a shot, but everybody else, there's not that many other Americans.
2: Why? Why y'all just ignoring Ortega? Ortega could take it. Who's Ortega? Ortega versus Volkanovski. Oh yeah, know, hoping he wins.
3: <laughs> We were we we're talking about two five. I was like, "Who's uh, Ortega?" Like, I was just I'm trying sure to talk it. about like all all. Oh, uh, Americans! Americans we, that could take over. We might have the heel Kobe Covington get a miracle happen and get that, that's, that's another American potential It can happen. We Dustin Poirier could or Gaethje could swing in and get that lightweight title off uh Oliveira.
2: I think Poirier will get that. But he has to beat Yeah,
3: He has to beat Connor. He'll lose rematches, though. He has to lose. I mean, he has to lose. He has to win. Because if he loses... His title shot's gone. Dude, I don't know what happens to him if he loses. Gaethje rematch? Gaethje might be cutting weight to fill in for somebody or something. You never know. We don't know. They're not going to tell us. I think he runs it back with Gaethje if he loses. to get a title win. shot if he wins. If Connor wins, it's instant title shot in like December, November, or something, for sure. Yeah. We don't even know who's gonna
2: get Usman right now because Usman doesn't want to sign the contract with Kobe.
3: It's, he called well, out Nate yeah. once again. This is this probably could happen again. It could be be like a interim title. They could do it. They Yep, mm-hmm. him and uh, Leon for the interim first. first. That's true. It could mm-hmm. happen again. The only thing I hate with these interim titles, though, man, is like it creates too many stupid titles, and then they'll get stripped for it for any little thing.
0: I like,
2: I like it for certain reasons. Like the whole Derek Lewis gone fight, I like it because, like I said, it's a power move. It's a tactic that they're using, but it forces Francis to have to fight. The winner of that, instead of holding out for another, holding out for however long for John Jones again.
0: Yeah, does I mean I, that that reason it's good.
1: I like it. I like it. I like that it, it basically gives that guy a ticket that he can punch in to get a title shot. I like yeah. that part. I, I'm not a huge fan of um. Given out another belt, while is an active champion. Like you know, what I mean, I don't under that it doesn't sit right because it kind of waters down what it means to be the champ. But if you want, if you want to give away a number one contender belt and label it as interim title, I'm all for it.
2: Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much all it is. It's a number one contender belt, and they're forcing their hand just to do it. Plus. How can you pass up the opportunity to have Derek Lewis in a title fight in Houston? You cannot. So it was you a good not. fight for them. You uh, should I not. Know. And Francis shouldn't even cry about it because like, he didn't want to fight yet anyways. So this fight's happening very soon, and he can get the winner of that. So it's not like he's going to be out forever.
1: No, He'll fight so. the winner of that in December. Or it's January. all posturing, really, for money. For Derek, I'm, Not for Derek. Sorry, for um, for, for Francis, because he he these guys are seeing these big paydays all around the other fight sports, and they just want to get a piece of that too. That's all. You yeah. know, I mean, like they're like, look, we're more. I'm I'm way more accomplished. I'm not fighting some fucking backyard clown show. I'm 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 doing the real shit, and I'm the best motherfucker in the business. Why am I not getting compensated as such when this? Clown can come on here and fight a pro boxer and get paid thirty times what I'm getting paid. What are you talking about, Um Francis? Yeah, or just any of these top fighters. That's why they're starting to get like a little butthurt when they see these paydays that guys are getting around them for essentially doing the same job. Like they're, it's they're, it's a fight sport. You, you you you're a prize fighter, and that guy has less credentials than you. And I'd be like someone in your job, you know what I mean, making more money, making not just more money, not like a couple dollars more an hour, then make like 10 to 20 times as much as you're making for doing the exact same job. It's the following.
0: Not, that's just, what I was about
1: to say. I see, not just doing the same job, but you are better at that job than they are. You're significantly better at your job than they are. Exactly. It's not that. It's not that it's so not, if if, if, if it we're Whoa. equal, then that's fine, but you, have, you, you the have good marketing, you have a fan base, and they're selling out stuff, and, or you got like two hundred thousand, or oh, you got sorry, you got two million followers online, and then, like they're all paying for your shit. That's cool. That's fine. I I, I, just, I completely understand that, and I actually I'm I like that part of it. That part of it makes me um I, I think that part of it is just like part of the time we're in. Like that's we're in this internet era where that does matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, the
3: following basically marketing oh, yourself matters.
0: But these
1: guys, aren't. it's not that they can't do that. They're not, they're they're under uh, the UFC umbrella. They can't, I mean, most of these guys already have social media accounts. It's not like they're going to... social
2: media accounts, though. They Like, when it comes to Logan Paul and Jake Paul and everything, they have such a following for their videos, for their podcasts, for all these other creative ventures. And all the fighters have, they have to focus on fighting. So they don't have the time to do all that extra stuff, but they could have a podcast. They could have more content on their social medias. They could have a manager for it or whatever. They don't have the same following. I mean, John Jones, I can't argue that because John Jones has like 5.9 million or some shit like that that follow him. He's got a great following, but they don't transfer over to views on pay-per-view. All the time
1: well here's the thing too so, so then that's when the company has to come in play. like if the, if the company is like look we want you to focus on fighting so that when you get in the cage you're the best version of our product that we want to promote you don't have time for all that other shit but we're going to still pay you you know because of your what the value you bring to this company as an individual now, is if I I don't want to see I I don't want to see a situation where every single fighter on the roster is holding out for big pay. No, I don't want to see that. So that's why I do understand that the UFC has to set a precedent at the top and be like, mm-hmm. look, we're not gonna be able to deal. We're not gonna deal with that. But at the same time, I still want to see the fighters get paid more. So I don't think that I I, mean, I do think that it's bad that um you don't want to see every single fighter. Like I said. In fact, the reason why you won't see every fighter holding out like that because those guys, if the guys at the top are replaceable, what are the guys in the middle? What are the they guys at the bottom?
3: More, it's like, I need, I need, this is my only job. I have to get
1: paid. So, exactly. Crap, I, if, you, if, you can replace, if you can replace the top guys, the middle guys are nothing. And the bottom tier of the roster, they're afterthought. Wait, If afterthought. I'll do anything, sir. Exactly, like they're not. So you see, so that that's a that's a straw argument in a way. Like it's not gonna hold up. It's it's you gonna like. Eh. Based on all, all, what I care about is um, I want to see the best fight the best, and I want to see the best athletes in there. Um, I, I I enjoy seeing the sport in its purest form when you have you you get that by getting competition. You get that by having you know iron sharpens iron. The best fight the best, and they should be compensated. That's all.
2: Um, I agree with that. I'm not disagreeing with that. They need to get paid more. My my only gripe with it in this situation is you gotta be you know understandable on where your limits are. When you sit there and get offered ten million dollars for a fight and then you laugh at it, you know what other fighters are getting paid that. Nate Diaz didn't get Logan paid Paul. that. No, I mean in the UFC. Come on now. I'm just saying, you get I'm, I'm off for ten million.
1: Yeah. yeah, I know. But I mean, it's, no, no one, no one else in the UFC is getting paid that. But I think these guys are not like I said. Like the fact that we all have all this social media and the access to the information, these they just see it more. It's right in their face. So mm-hmm. before if it was speculation and you couldn't look it up, and someone just said that's how much they made, you can be like you can just chuck up to them talking shit. It'd be a, you know, but when you can see it, it's a little bit
0: different.
2: Well, I'm um, gonna tell them exactly what they always tell me: you should have made a
3: YouTube channel when you were ten.
0: Okay.
3: <laughs> hey, so, since we went like far left field, off track, who do you guys think is gonna win this uh, Derek Lewis and Serial Gun matchup?
0: Easy, want answer to get me, easy answer for me
1: is still gone. Easy answer because I feel like he's so much more technical. I basically think he's a safer version of Volkov. Like, he'll be able to not get hit with that big shot and basically outpoint Derek for five rounds. However, Derek only needs like one on anybody to change everything. So...
2: I'm all in on Derek Lewis on this one. I just, I'm all in on it. I'm going to see Derek Lewis do the homer again, get get punched in the gut, punched in the face, kicked all up, and then all of a sudden there's just going to be an uppercut somewhere, and it's just going to end the night. That's, that's what I'm going. All Derek Lewis, round five. <laughs> 4.58
3: four left on the clock. 4.58. <laughs> Two, Two
2: seconds, seconds left, left on the clock. It's done. You're <laughs> gonna have a Nate Diaz moment at the end. And... <laughs> no, I, know. Derek Lewis Look,
0: too.
1: I want Derek Lewis to win badly. I want. I want him to start.
0: to in the first round. That'd be awesome. Oh, the, the smart
3: man says otherwise.
0: I'm just saying, like,
1: I, I feel it's gonna happen. What I think's gonna happen. Um. Looks like a serial point fight to me, but I love to see Derek knock him out. That'd be dope. Don't get
3: me wrong. I've been talking up serial for a while now, but I really want Derek Lewis to win.
0: Yes. Yeah. I see.
3: I see serial getting it done, points or possibly submission. I don't see him knocking out Derek Lewis. I really Mm. has he even been like hurt? Derek Lewis? Oh, yeah, yeah, he's been hurt. Or finished from
0: strikes? I know he's been finished from uh, DC choking out, and who else beat Derek Lewis? Um, Shit, I'm looking up. But like Um, I was saying, Serial, he's technical enough to...
3: Actually, well, I would say this would be his biggest test, but I think Volkov was probably his biggest test. Yeah, we'll And eventually, I, as big as I think they might fight again eventually, too. Somehow, some way, Wait, five years from now, maybe, if they're still both in the UFC. Just because, you know, heavyweight division is an, a revolving door. Usually when these guys are around the same age, they're going to run into each other like a
0: couple times. Yeah, that's, that's for sure true.
2: Eric Lewis was knocked out.
0: By whom? JDS, really? No mm-hmm. way! In the second round. When was
2: this fight, and how do I not remember it? It was in 2019. March 9th of 2019. Where was I at? What
0: was I doing? It was right after the uh, DC fight. The yeah. Wow. No way, mm hmm. JDS, oh. that must have been JDS's like last win,
2: his last hoorah before he started an OnlyFans and a TikTok.
3: Yo, stop,
0: stop. Do stop guy, bro.
3: I
2: will
0: Don't. never,
3: I will never pump gas the same again, man. Stop, stop, stop it. it, stop it right now. Stop it. We're
0: not talking about JDS no more. He's removed. But yeah, I I think uh, Serial Gun
3: has... He should be the betting favorite, honestly. He he will be. But I'm trying to see Popeyes get thrown in the octagon on August 7th. That's all I'm trying to say. Yes. I'm not going to tell you how he gets it done or what way. I just want to see a victory and I want to hear some crazy post fight speech. That's it.
1: I want it. I want that too. That be that be that would that would be a good early uh birthday present for you boy.
3: I don't think they're going to uh load him up though. I don't think the odds is going to be too crazy. Probably be like plus 150 plus or minus 115 something like that. Nah. Somewhere
1: in those. You think it's going to be like some some skewed stuff? I would say Gone's at least minus three hundred. I'll say the, the I'll say the minimum minus three hundred for
3: Gone and then uh, opening now or on fight night.
0: Uh, what is it? Let's check it out now. I don't know. Now I think it's it's it gotta be kind of high. I'll check it out though. Let's see. I'll see what the UFC says. You know they'd be on that bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, the, that site's minus 275
3: Minus 275 They don't have odds yet The UFC
0: website This is the MGM Vegas Louis is plus 220 has Tisha
3: Torres and Angel Hill fought before? Or am I tripping?
1: Probably more than Bro. once,
2: right? I want to say they fought before, but I kind of think that it was on the Ultimate
0: Fighter or an Invicta or whatever. I know a lot of those girls fought way more than once, like in their um
3: careers. Oh, wow. Carolina is making a comeback. Ooh, who's she fighting? Jessica Penney.
2: Oh, they're both making it. Well, Penny just won her first fight in after her like four year suspension.
3: Oh, she was only fans.
2: Uh, that and banking off of her girlfriend, whatever.
0: Who's <laughs> her girlfriend? Uh, Beck Rollins. For real? Hmm. I didn't even know. I didn't know they got down <laughs> like that. Man. <laughs>
2: I mean, not like Max making a shit ton of money over. in... Yeah, the, but I'm
3: saying like though. The... Well, I'm saying <laughs> though. I didn't even know they got down like that.
0: All right. No, so what else me. we
3: got in the uh, news right now? What I, I'm just.
0: News? I was just warming it yeah. up. So um, this weekend, well,
1: I guess it was just earlier this week, but uh, Joe Schilling knocked out some random drunk dude at a
0: bar. And, um, that was, that was the craziest shit I've ever seen. It, it looked like, you, did you see that video?
3: We talked about this
0: yesterday. Yeah.
1: I saw the video and I, when I, when I, when I first watched the video, it looked like the guy kind of bumped into him and he, you know, he bumped into Joe and then Joe kind of like just moved slid him to the side. And Joe's kind of walking, walking, and then the guy said something to him. And then Joe turned around quickly. The guy flinched at him. Joe punched him, knocked him out. Watching it again and listening to the audio, it, some, they were kind of recording that guy for a reason. He must have been, like, kind of cutting up in the bar and is watching, like, the reactions around. Nobody was like, oh, my God. Like I can't believe you just knocked him out. You know what I mean, I can't, like, it. I can't believe it. Like they were all kinds of like, eh, he's probably gonna get knocked out. Like I, I saw that coming. Like so, it seemed like it was kind of either set up or like that guy was kind of being a, a dick, and people were like tired of his shit. Makes sense.
2: So right before we came on, I was reading about this because I was thinking the same thing. When you watch the video, it looks. And I didn't hear the audio on the video, so... when
0: You, you watch had a uh, different audio,
3: too? Was, um, you had yeah. music playing instead? Dance, I music you know, yeah.
0: Same. So, when I you can watch hear it, what he it was like just a dick. Yeah. But, from um,
2: reading the articles and Joe backing himself up, and even the bartender that was there that night says that that guy is a regular at that bar and is always intoxicated starting shit.
0: Might not be a regular
2: no more, according to Joe. You know, even way before that, that guy was already saying shit about his girl. He was saying some racial slurs and everything out there. So at that point, wait, 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 wait. He
3: just I thought there was two white dudes.
1: Huh? No, he was just, he was singing. So apparently, like the um, doing some songs on, and he was like.
0: Saying it, like, uh, like I think it was, um,
1: what is it, Gold Digger? That song was, um, and he was, like, pointing at the bartender, some black dude, who was like, but she ain't fucking with no broken nigga." like, it kept, like, over, like, you know what I mean, like, kind of just being a drunk asshole.
3: Oh, he's saying it casually, like, he's allowed to. He's thugging. (laughs) Okay, okay. Yep.
1: okay uh so i I mean like for for personally like um while i don't i'm not a fan of pro fighters going around knocking out drunk dudes i am also not a fan of drunk people thinking that they can just like disrespect people because they're drunk i'm like look dog you chose to get drunk we all most people drink and they can handle their shit and just go out have fun and enjoy the night if you can't do that, stay your ass at home and get drunk.
0: It you mean, be like, if you get drunk and you turn
1: into a T Rex and you want to fucking wreck everybody's time and uh, slap girls on the ass and like, you know I mean, like talk shit to the biggest dude at the bar. Then you should get knocked out sometimes.
3: Did they say what he said to uh, Joe Schilling
1: though? They he said either. Joe was like looking to to fuck him up. He took he turned around pretty quick. So whatever he said had the he snapped his head around. I don't know what he called him. I don't know what he said, but the dude Joe's wearing a fucking shirt that says in the cage, in the fucking gym, in the streets, basically. Like, I'm like, that's the one kind of dude. Like, that's he, he's not the guy. Like, that's not the guy's gonna walk away. He's giving no. you the, the warning up front. On oh, his shirt. He's like, look, yeah. motherfucker, like, I'm about it. It's on on site. <laughs> <laughs> You fucking the wrong guy. You fucking with the right guy. Like, if, this is the guy. Like, this is like, if you want to test yourself, say some slick shit. <laughs> you don't do no
0: posturing and all that. You'll get these hands quickly.
1: Um, but yeah, man, this is so weird. We're living in like a a strange time for like, especially with internet culture, where we can most people have the ability to talk shit on their phone. And they can say whatever they want and hide behind that anonymous Twitter egg or fucking your little whatever avatar you have as your picture and not your real name and talk shit and it's alright and you can say whatever you want to people and there's very little consequence. But in real life, you can't talk shit to the right to everybody. Like you, you might be able to get away with it most of the time, but sometimes it's gonna cost you more than just. A ban or unfollow. You might wake up. I saw a dude get slept up. I told you, man, I was, I was chilling. Some dude bartender was drunk walking home, and some you don't know what them homeless dudes be, man. Like some, like you don't know what he did before he was homeless. You know what I mean? Like, like he was. I know he, I know he was homeless, bumming now, but you don't know what he did before. This dude could be like a fucking former, like Navy SEAL, and you could be like. He <laughs> could be a, be a, be a old, old boxer. You don't know what the fuck that dude did before he became like that dude asked you for a PBR. You know what I mean? But he, he uh, pieced this guy up though. That shit was crazy. That was a clean ass that was one of the cleanest left hooks I ever I've seen live since that Mos knockout. I was like right there, bro. I was like shh, dude, that, that shit was crispy. And it was like it wasn't like no follow up shots. He was like smacking with the left hook. Dude went down like a bag of potatoes, and he just walked the fuck off. Like shit happens, but I I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened before that. But I know the dude was drunk and kind of like whatever, because he was like that when he woke up. Because me and the bouncer were like, we should go scrape him up, right? And we're like, (laughs) you and the bouncer. I was talking to the bouncer. It was they, they already, uh, the club had already let out because it was um it was like two o'clock. If I
3: was a bouncer, I would have told you, like, bro, I'm off the clock. <laughs> I told you. No, who we was just chilling?
1: I would have been off the clock. Oh. No, he hey, he like, right, they they hey. we got him some help. He was, he was a bartender. Know. He worked there. Oh, the bartender. Yeah, that's was what I'm drunk? saying. Like, it was a bartender. But he was oh. drunk. Yeah, he was drunk. Oh. He, he, I guess he had got off work already. And he came back Like he started drinking. Because oh. he was like in regular clothes. But, I I think, but he definitely was a bartender. They knew what to do. They were like, yo, we should go get him.
3: Let me tell you what I would have done in that situation. I would have notified my supervisor and had him handle this situation.
0: the situation. No one was home. Everybody was gone. I,
3: I would have called my supervisor and notified him about the situation.
1: So this, this, this is how I know that dude was kind of an asshole. Like we walked over there to pick him up. I don't know if he was talking like that because he had just had severe brain trauma, or if he's just a kind of a cunt in general. But he was like, "Yo, like he never even fucking hit me. He swung, miss. I'm like, on the floor. Why why were you? You chose to go to bed like right there on the concrete. Like I I picked him out. (laughs) Like you were sleep, sleep. Like you chose to be like like, that's what you want. Your car. You could went to your car." You like, no, nah, I'm a camp right here. This is a good spot.
0: But yeah, according to him, you never got touched. So I didn't. Nope. I saw two hits. Left hook, floor. Hey, if that all it takes, that's all it takes.
1: You don't take much. It's so crazy how, how uh how much you you think you can do when you're drunk. Like you be talking all that shit. You think you like a big? Like a, when you when you're drunk, you feel so good. Like girl, I'm gonna do all this. I'm gonna do all that. Five minutes later,
2: you passed out. Yeah, passed out. <laughs> yeah. Talking all the game and just going right to sleep.
0: For real, talking ca- crazy shit. We're gonna break a record tonight. Break a record tonight. Then gassing people up. Holy shit. Once we have uh um, one news notes. I think we got some fight announcements, right? Yo, Mo. You hear me? We do have a fight announcement. Uh-huh.
3: One of my most favorite female fighters is returning to the ring. One of your is favorites? favorites? One of my most personal favorites. Ooh. Roxanne Matafari.
1: oh, Super Saiyan Roxanne.
3: Roxanne that be throwing Hadoukens and Kamehamehas and everything else. The underdog—that's I like to call her that.
1: She is the undefeated Slayer.
0: Yo, she, she. she, she oh, must own. go.
3: Call Roxanne. I think she's on like a two-fight win streak right now.
0: Yeah, she recently upset like she upset Macy Barber. And and two, right. She beat like two undefeated fighters, at least two. But least yes, two.
3: she she is
0: fighting. She is fighting the returning Tatiana Suarez. Yep. Yeah. That's not the matchup
3: I expected.
0: Yep. It's now Tatiana.
2: Is that at 25 or 15? Yeah,
0: flyweight. Flyweight? Okay. <clears throat> UFC 266 in September. Hmm. Welcome back. Welcome back.
2: That's not a bad return fight. It's just not what I expected. She was trying to call
3: out bigger names.
0: Well, smart isn't
3: good enough to get the, uh,
0: the needle moving, though. Right. Get the hype train back up on her. Cause she's undefeated and
3: beating a, a veteran like this after your long layoff from having fun, breaking your bones with your boyfriend and all the other stuff is pretty good for her. Yeah. It's not like they're going to yeah. give her a top five opponent cause they know what they have with her. A lot of potential there.
0: Cause they need somebody to give the champion a true run for her money, she's got the style to do it, though. It does? Tell me she doesn't. It's
3: like, exciting, You look at
0: the
3: you look at the top ten of the flyweight division. Who
0: can wrestle? You might have one person that could wrestle, like actual wrestle, actual wrestle, not Brazilian jiu jitsu. Yes, like wrestle. I only said one, and I'm not sure if she can. trying to look at that. I would say there's two on there. Who? Barber and Maverick. For Russell Flyweight. Hmm. I was giving uh, Cynthia a nod because Alpha Male. Yeah, but
2: I've only seen her use her hands. Barbara is a wrestler.
1: She's kind of more balanced. She has like a she's not like a a wrestle First person. Like she's not like a
0: former college wrestler or anything like that.
1: Macy, right? Oh Macy, right? Yeah. She does have I mean she has a ground game and she has an overall like I think she's more of an overall like uh, freestyle type fighter, as opposed to like a wrestle first person. But are you just listening to people who have, who have are girls in that strawweight division that are strong wrestlers?
3: No, I was yeah. alluding to uh, a girl that could come into the division. That, what was she fought at before? Strawweight, right? Tatiana Soares?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. strawweight saw- before, right?
3: So. That division doesn't have like a true wrestler style, right? Carla Sparza is probably the straw rate wrestler.
1: The only yeah, Carlos' the only one in that one that I can think of. I mean, there's other grapplers, but not wrestlers. Yeah. So
3: right. Tatiana could come into the flyweight division. She gets a win over Roxanne. It's gonna honestly push her because that division's, you know, who's who's fighting uh Shevchenko next? Lauren Murphy. Dude.
0: For real, did you did pass? Who's gonna did
3: sacrifice you? next? She,
0: she can wrestle. Andrade?
3: She's she's more BJJ though. Yeah, she's more. She well, can
0: wrestle. Yeah.
3: I'm talking about like wrestling, like for real wrestling.
1: I don't know. She put um, somebody on her neck before.
3: She was That's not BJJ. Permission. That ain't BJJ. She, that was pure strength and athleticism. <laughs>
1: That was that P-O-W-R.
3: That was like Par. I'm bigger than you and I can lift you up. <laughs> Par. Yeah. That was extremely strong on the stat
0: sheet.
1: <laughs> that was extremely <laughs> ridiculous to watch, too. Yo,
3: I ain't even I, ain't, I don't I don't wanna talk about it. I had I to go to, to the bathroom.
1: <laughs> that messed that messed everything up for me, man.
3: There's there's so many of these times that I missed by going to the bathroom.
1: I was living good. I was I was I was happy eating shrimp and steak, feeling good. Word. No, no, mentally I was. I, I think I had some chicken fingers, but I mean, like in my mind, I thought that fight was over. I thought I had it. I thought I was like, yeah, I got up. Then I was like, oh wait, 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 she's not letting it go. She's not letting it go. Crunch.
3: When we get done with this pod, let me uh, remind me to tell you guys why I think certain fighters don't get the. Pay per view buys that they do.
0: Okay, personal opinion.
3: Personal opinion.
0: All right, I got that. All right.
3: I don't. uh, I don't want to pull a shab and say anything out loud. So you know what I'm saying.
0: (laughs) If you could pick up what I'm putting down, you understand. (laughs) Nah, I feel you. Man, the Newsweek has been. Kind of strange so far. Even though there's no
3: fights this weekend. And they kind of had this mediocre card for the past weekend. And it's about to be the most glorious time of the year. The summer,
1: summer months, baby.
3: Yes, it's International Fight Weekend. Well, I mean, I understand we're coming out of this po- po-demic. podemic. Pandemic. I was going to call it Povid.
0: COVID.
3: Yeah, that COVID. Uh-oh. I think we yeah, title we're, coming out, we're coming out this uh, pandemic, and I don't know if Las Vegas is opened up or not. But I know Conor McGregor. That's another thing. Conor McGregor's the only guy that can headline a pay-per-view without there being a title fight. Yes. Am I right?
0: hmm And this Louis new age. can, too. I think Lewis can, a- too. He has not
3: Technically he's not Because there's an interim fight It's the interim title
0: Once again
3: I think
2: another reason Why they did the interim fight Was because they wanted Derek Lewis As the headliner And they couldn't put a non-title fight After a title
0: fight Facts Makes sense Makes all the sense I wonder why why that's the case Why, Why does it matter
1: we would have to ask the uh, Disney. it right, why does it matter? Like, who cares? Like, did you put like, okay, well, someone fights for like, say the the bantamweight title, right? And it's the third fight in the next two fights. Why do they have to be title shots? Who cares? Bellator don't cares? give a damn about that shit. Huh? Bellator
3: don't give a damn about that yeah, shit. Who, who gives a shit? Like, we want to see the fight. We want to see the matchup. Nothing.
2: The... One FC don't care either. Yeah, they'll There's put on whoever's the bigger
0: name. Yep. Yes.
2: But then again, Bellator has a lot less big names, so they kind of have to.
1: And most of them are former UFC guys.
3: Correct. Got some good homegrown people, though.
0: I they really want to see uh,
3: Pitbull over here. Same with uh, MVP.
1: I love to see I, MVP. Um, I think uh, it sucks that Pico kind of like had such a rough run. I think he's about to be uh, going
3: up now. Yeah. I think yeah, he needed to Yeah, they pushed him a too fast. Yeah, yeah, they pushed him too fast. I think now he's about to ascend.
1: I think yeah. he's also another guy who is a wrestler, a true wrestler, who fell in love with his hands. He had a knock, he got some knockouts, and he was just like, "Oh, I just, that's what I do now." But he's like a he started his career as like a grappler, wrestler, mostly. That's
2: what everyone was hyped about. He was that star wrestler that was coming in, and then he just fell in love with his hands. Okay. He has power, do. he
1: has real power, but his stand-up skills aren't I mean he has real power in his offense, but he can be he can be he can be hit too. So like you playing that firefight game against guys who can who can that's why it's crazy because like that that guys that have that high level of wrestling that they don't get it. But I'm like dude, like think about how many other people that, that wrestle that you could beat because you're just better than them at wrestling. Like, yeah, you might have power, but there's guys at that the kickboxing that've that, that been doing it as long as you've been wrestling, and there's levels to that shit, so they like, they're like, you might be good, but they're good, good, good You know what I mean the other like
2: thing with the is if they just mix it up like they should be doing, it'd be amazing. they really would. they just don't, don't. do that. They all have the Henderson effect. The hero yeah. syndrome.
1: You know. They want to contrast the styles, though, like what it takes to be a top-tier grinding wrestler, like how much output, how much energy it takes, or being a one-shot knockout artist. like you come in there start your dude, knock him out, you can make chip and dip commercials, talk a little shit, don't chip take them that that long. <laughs> I mean, like you can get that promotion, like you got a highlight reel
3: yeah,
1: off just that one shot, whereas and it doesn't take that long. Of a fight, you just like, you know, it's, it's less grueling. But if you're a grindy, top tier wrestler, I mean, you might have to fight 25 minutes every time you fight. Yeah. And then you still don't get the notoriety. Like, you win, but like, no one's like, no one cares that much unless you're undefeated in Khabib. And you like, literally, like, you don't lose around at all. Right. Hey, I think the guy that's
0: gonna come out of left field with some good wrestling sooner or later. And has power is Cody Garbrandt.
3: That's
1: the guy. I hate to say you're
2: gonna say Francis. Well, probably
1: that would would be when Francis Francis. Francis turns into like a ground and pound artist. That will blow my mind. And it, it, I think, you know, it makes sense for the way he strikes, though, too, if you think about it, because he's not technical. He's like brawl to get in there. And if he can just brawl to get in there, shoot a double, put you on your back and then put you to sleep with his hands. Holy fuck. That'll make him dangerous.
3: What's his nickname?
1: The Predator.
3: Uh, they might have to change that shit to the manhandler or something <laughs> like, straight up. Because if he's going to do that shit with well, with fuck, what am I supposed to do?
2: If Francis becomes a ground and pound artist and gets good at it, they're going to make ground strikes illegal. Hammer fists on the ground will just be illegal.
1: The the way they're going to
2: beat those heads into
3: a pulp. Yeah, he's going to put them through the ground, bro. The fucking ring's going to be like... There's going to be an indention. Yeah, There's
2: not going to be any more bouncing head. It's just going to flatten out.
3: Yeah, it's going to squish. Squish.
1: Donkey Kong. (laughs)
3: yeah exactly i need these bananas (laughs) bro
1: like but that's i think that's kind of the process though right like we talked about guys who don't mix it up well but i think that's kind of the process like you start off you have one real good skill set while you're working on the other skills you start seeing improvement in the other skills and you rely on those now but then like you get some setbacks and now you got to put it all together um and that's that's why I think uh, we mentioned like a, a couple guys, uh, Cody Garbrandt, maybe he can get that done. We also mentioned a bunch um doing well, I mean, we mentioned this guy a lot as far as a guy who can do it all. like well, I mean, he has all the tools, but he doesn't put it together well, and that's Curtis Blades. Mm-hmm. He's another guy that can um benefit from that, like bit, like mixing it in together, like as opposed to just doing one thing at a time.
2: also Walt uh, Harris. I'm still rooting for you. Come back. Come back strong.
1: <laughs> for real, he has like a lot of good. T- he has all the tools too. Right. It's, it's, that's what that's what makes the guys. I guess that's what because I, I, I got into um, in other news and notes. I guess we can say uh, John John Jones tweeted, "I'll come back. I'll come. I'll fight when I'm ready. Like when I'm good and ready, basically." Uh, Yo,
3: well, how does he have income coming in, though? That's what I'm curious about. I don't he needs Yeah, I don't think If it. you're not active,
0: what do you do? He tweets
2: doing? Instagram. More likes he gets, more attention he gets, more sponsors he shows up with.
0: Okay, makes and
2: sense. Makes well, sense. Well, 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 how have, how many followers do you have? Five million something?
1: Yeah, and, and he, he, he paid <laughs> ad revenue.
2: Yes. Wow!
3: Mm-hmm. Wow! He, he's fine. Trust me. He he
2: ain't
1: oh, hurt. He's,
3: he's out there. He's like GSP chilling. Yeah,
1: I, cause, know, like, cause, uh, I know I uh, know a guy who he makes like twenty-seven k uh, a month off just ad revenue, I and mean, he don't got fucking five million followers. What fuck is he doing? He has a uh, he has he has his own like channel. I'll talk to you about okay. more about there. Yeah. Yeah. No, to do with this, Let me know. Let me know. Let me know. Bro. I'm curious.
0: He's yeah. He questions it. Um. No, there's um. Wait. I was with that whole
1: tweet. I was gonna say this. Now, what about a guy who has all the skills, but they're just trying to get. They're trying to go up in weight, and we got a good example of that in Jones because he has the, all the skill set, all the tools. You know, he's a good fighter. But he's trying to go up to heavyweight and compete with like all the guys at heavyweight. And it's bigger than just putting on muscle. We saw you can't just bulk up and be bulkier and bigger. And that's just going to be the difference. Because while that is a factor, that's not the only factor. Because I mean, I remember when um, Brock Lesnar came on the scene and he was a heavyweight champ, all the other heavyweights were like, shit, we got to bulk up. Because. Brock's is fucking true. huge. And I don't I think, think it was
3: all the heavyweights. I think it was one other heavyweight in mind.
1: Well, I mean, I, I remember that around that time, though, the other heavyweights were still trying... Like, not all of them, but most of them were like, okay, we gotta we gotta put on some muscle.
3: There was one other heavyweight that was already, like, Brock's size, though. That was killing people. Oh, uh, Nah, he was eating horse meat over there, wherever he was at. <laughs> okay, I'm talking um, about I Shane Carwin. Carwin, oh, yeah,
2: yeah, Shane
0: Carwin was huge, right? But I think in that in that era, with that
1: with with those two guys, that's when we, we, you you were seeing these like three hundred pound pound guys, like they were like two sixty five plus, like they had to cut mm. weight to get to two sixty five max. Yeah, I think Rob was those, walking like,
3: around it. 290 or something? Yeah they, were like yeah, they were like
1: well over 265, would you say that? They were
3: well over 265. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Frank Mir was like 230, 240, and he bulked up. Yeah, he bulked up to like around 265. Because I know that tattoo on his back didn't look like that before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. And, and he bulked up. I mean, he looked good
1: Um, in a few he films. Looked good ago. Against yeah. Right? he looked good in a few fights. in a few fights, he did look good, but then for the most part, I think all the size made him worse. Yes. Like, he't he, like, he, he wasn't as agile. he wasn't as he didn't have the same amount of stamina. And I think that's what the worry is for um, Jones is he's putting on that size, but he his thing is agility and his fight IQ and his ability to um, use his length he'll not tired you know, either and and he never gets tired he has he has you know cardio for um the entire five rounds but if you add all that muscle will you still have that cardio for five rounds will you still be able to be explosive and have that agility
2: I'll just take a couple bumps before the fight he'll be fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th-
2: I think I mean, he, he wants to
3: uh i think he really wants to be fully acclimated to his, like, new size. You know what I'm saying?
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, he's like, you know, if he's in the gym, he knows what he feels like. And if he's sparring with anybody, anybody, I'm sure he's sparring with fucking huge heavyweights. So he knows if he's like, all right, well, I'll put this size on, but fuck, I can't. I'm wounded after a round or two. You know what I mean? That's not going to help you against Francis. Like, you know what I mean? You'll get your fucking barbecue. <laughs> Who cares if you're bigger? I mean, yeah, you might be able to handle some of the grappling exchanges better, but if you don't finish him, you, you finish sitting there tired with your hands down against a dude that can knock out a fucking elephant. Has he knocked out an elephant? That was, I think about it in Cameroon.
3: Oh, God damn. I don't
1: even know no, have elephants not. in Cameroon, bro. <laughs>
3: no, I hope not. What that poor elephant did. That elephant was defenseless. <laughs> <laughs> And the elephant was talking shit. Spraying water
1: on me with his trunks. You know the you know elephant from Street Fighter? When you get knocked out, they're like... Oh, yeah. my God. The Dalsim stage.
3: And then he be doing the uh, Thriller dance. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me he's not doing the Thriller dance. I know what he's doing. I saw it.
0: He's doing a doll
3: Yeah. <laughs> but the Indian version, you know how the uh, Bollywood... Do. Oh, super dramatic,
1: super dramatic. No, the bottom of fall is the best. Man, you ever seen their like action animals. movies?
3: Hold up, <laughs> have you ever seen their action movies? Yes, yes. Their yes. Man, don't get me started.
0: I'll stop now while we're ahead. Uh, but honestly, I-, I think that was a good one, guys. That was a good one. Mhm, You guys ready? We
3: can zip this up. Zip, it, zip out. it out. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. wait hold on, hold on. You, guys, you guys sure you guys want to go?
0: Do Is you there have anything a, else? Do you have an ashy knuckle moment this weekend? Andre Feely's knuckle poke or eye poke? Honestly, <laughs> I saw
3: I saw the Dolby fight. I saw that one. I got I got to witness that fight because I wasn't being distracted yet. I'm trying to think what else happened.
0: Ah, uh, fuck it. I'm going
3: to commit. Oh, I got one. I got that Uh, Javante Davis knockout. Okay. The three
1: of All them. Right. That was a good six one.
3: Six of them. However many he he put old boy down.
1: Prop the Woods, up. ashy knuckle moment of the week. Joe Schilling, right hook. Right straight, oh, right hand. Oh, right my in.
0: God. <laughs> <laughs> The, the man coming.
3: was defenseless.
1: He sure water after that punch. He, he hey, he bumped
3: up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Zip
2: it up. What's the saying?
1: Wait, what's the saying? Talk hey, shit. Hit. Hey, zip it up. Zip it zip out.
3: Zip
2: it out. <laughs>